everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. everyone and welcome back to the crazy over easy podcast as always i am so thankful grateful and appreciative to have each and every one of you guys here i feel like in the last couple weeks this community has grown and i think it's because i've been popping on my instagram stories a little bit more um just to kind of show face as you guys know i'm kind of on this new journey and learning again and expanding and with that (laughs) comes a lot of thoughts and you guys know i like to talk so it's been kind of fun to just pop on my stories and Um, talk on my stories about things that you and I, I feel like you guys are like in the room with me. Um, that all of you guys, you know, we listen to each week and we talk about. So anyways, if you're new here, welcome. And hopefully you guys take away some nuggets. Um, if you are new here, I am definitely on a deep dive of, uh, um, self-growth. I, I was saying the other day, I feel like I kept leaning into self-help and um, I think the help that I needed was growing and learning again. And I'm definitely somebody who thrived in school. And I think it's just because there was a system in place and you had, you know, I don't know, your teachers kind of gave you like this outline of what you needed to follow. And now here I am in reality and I'm like, oh, where's that outline? Like, <laughs> I need some guidance. And so, yes, I'm in my mid thirties with two kids and I'm married and I have no idea what the heck I'm doing, but I'm leaning into that and I'm loving it. And I can genuinely say that. And I don't know if I could have said that the last like two years. So if you're a mama, you can maybe relate in that context because it's easy to lose ourselves. I also, uh, I don't know if I read it somewhere or if it's a trend on social media that I have seen, but I did hear that it can take up to two years postpartum to actually have a female's body go back to I guess I don't know if it goes back to pre-hormones, but it can take two years for the body to recover hormonally from childbirth. So let's give ourselves some grace. But as you guys know, while we are on that journey of potentially being two years postpartum, we can't wait until those two years to pass to feel happy or um, attempt to grasp who we are. So that is a huge context behind my podcast. As you guys know, it's, you know, crazy over easy and, um, leaning into some of that hecticness and enjoying the process and enjoying the journey. And that is one that I am on now, but I love that I feel like I have new tangible things to give you guys as opposed to just like my thoughts. Um, So with that said, uh, today I actually have five things that I have been really learning and digesting and um, growing upon, whether it's in a book I'm reading or a podcast, like I keep diving deeper and deeper into these concepts. I did do an Instagram post on this last week. So if you're like, gosh, I wish I could just like save something quick. It is on my Instagram. It is a photo of Conley and I. I'm wearing a Brooklyn Grace hat and he is in his carrier. So you can go ahead and save that if you're just like, oh, I just want these small little um, nuggets. So you can go ahead and save that there. Um, And then if you are wanting to 
um, dive into just one of the topics I did last week chat about some of this as well. So um, before diving in, you guys know I like to talk about some of the stuff that I have been using. You guys know I've been using uh, First Forms OptiGreens for forever, but this isn't really about the OptiGreens. I was listening to a podcast last week by Ed Milet, um, and I read his book, The Power of One More, so I've kind of been diving into some of his podcast stuff just because I really enjoyed his book, and um, I Casey read it also, so it's been a conversational piece within our relationship, so I just kind of leaned over into his podcast, and I still, even though I don't share a ton of health and fitness stuff um, as much as I used to, I guess, you guys, I am just fascinated with it, and I love learning about it. And so for me, it's just like so interesting. So if you guys are like me and if you kind of like to hear the why behind certain things or the sciencey kind of stuff, but not too sciencey because it goes over our head. He did an episode last week. Um, and if you're listening to this in the future, the title is called groundbreaking science between your mind and your gut health with Dr. Amy Shaw. You guys absolutely mind blowing. And some of you might already know some of the information, But it's been, um, I was talking to Casey about it. It was just such an incredible episode on how actually our, like I, you guys maybe have heard that our gut is our second brain and that's not just a saying our brain and our intestines actually were one. I don't know if it's when we were like an embryo or what it was, or if we were a, I don't know what it'd be like prior to even that, but they literally split during, um, you know, as a baby grows, they split, but they are connected through the vagus nerve. So I'm getting a little sciencey on some of you. And if you're sitting there driving or if you're washing your dishes, you're like, I'm sorry, what, what's happening right now? But anyways, you can go and listen to that episode because it just, um, again, it's called groundbreaking science between your mind and gut health with Dr. Amy Shaw. So the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because you guys know I've been working on mindset and I'm feeling better and doing 75 hard and just kind of leaning into um, growth. And in that episode, she talks so much about how we underestimate food and its value and our, our overall gut health and how it actually impacts our mood. So food can alter our mood. And I just found it to be fascinating because as I'm trying to grow and maybe Um, I feel like I'm always going to be healing from like some form of an insecurity and, uh, you know, body image stuff, but I am really trying to, um, just feel good when I eat and not have restrictive thoughts and all of that. And so I found it to be really, um, beneficial to hear more about, you know, how our mind and our, our gut are one. Um, so again, kind of, I I found it to be fascinating. And if you're a mama, I think it's really cool to think of it in the context of our kiddos and what we're putting into their, their bodies and all of that. So again, if that's something you guys are interested in, you know, I always preach gut health. Uh, but for me, even since listening to it, I've like brought back in a little bit of apple cider vinegar. Um, I can't do dairy right now, so it's hard to do like yogurts with probiotics in them, but Um, just kind of looking at, oh, okay, I can make simple switches to maybe help increase the good bacteria in our gut. Or if you have kiddos or yourself, if you've been on antibiotics, it can just be so beneficial. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes Caden came home from preschool the other day and they had donuts at preschool and full disclosure, I just like don't give Caden that type of food. If he asks for it, that's one thing, but I just don't buy it. Um, I make homemade donuts or cakes or whatever, but anyways, the kid came over preschool and I was like, what the heck is going on? And I, they had donuts, which is totally fine. Like I'm not going to restrict him outside of the home, but 
Anyways, I was like, oh, okay, you're not used to this. <laughs> so with that said, anyways, I'm going to jump into today's podcast. Um, but as always, my supportive links are down below. And now more than ever, I'm going to be preaching about OptiGreens and gut health because your girl does not eat fermented foods. Sorry, sauerkraut and all of that stuff is just not my jazz. Um, so Dr. Amy Shaw, thank you for your knowledge, but, um, (laughs) I just don't know if I can incorporate that stuff at the moment. So anyways, jumping in. So five things that I have been leaning into and learning lately. I feel like it's, um, I want to say learning because I'm still growing upon them, but I want to give you guys these tangible, um, pieces of information because I have, I don't know, I've been really leaning into them in moments where I find myself falling into the social media trap or struggling with mom life or toddlerism at the moment. Uh, so the first is commitments and habits can be more valuable than our goals. And if you guys want to dive deeper into that one, that was all of last week's episode. So I just wanted to, you guys can go back to that one, but commitments and habits can be more valuable than our goals. And I think that for me, when I talked about it on my story was just like, how cool is that, right? Like how cool is it that we can actually have these big goals, but also know that it's okay if they change or um, maybe get derailed because we're leaning into more of the commitments and habits. And I actually did hear the other day, somebody say that it's also your standards of life. So maybe if that word resonates more with you guys, that's awesome. Uh, So commitments and habits or your standards. I don't know if any of you guys were uh, athletes, but Growing up, I was a downhill snow ski racer, and I swear I would have this one coach who would constantly be telling me something, and it just never clicked. I was like, I just don't understand that technique, and I it was frustrating me because I knew it would help my skiing improve, but then a different coach would tell me the same like technique but totally different verbiage, and it finally clicked. So I love kind of hearing different words. If it's commitment, is it habits, is it standards? So that is number one. So we're not going to dive too deep because that is all of last week's episode if you are interested in my outlook on all of that because it was a great realization for me. Second, look in the mirror, not in the window. Ah, you guys, that for me was so dang refreshing to hear. So the mirror is our life and the window is the life of others. So whatever you are doing right now, if you are doing laundry or cleaning or driving, how often are you thinking about others? I mean, you're listening to a podcast right now, potentially you're diving into my life, potentially you're diving into the influencers or bloggers or lifestyle TikTokers or whatever it is throughout the day. And I feel like we can so easily get caught up in, in them that we forget to look at ourselves. So I know for me, for instance, I love lifestyle pages right now, like lifestyle bloggers, mamas, all of that. And sometimes I even get caught up in, ooh, should I lean into that type of content or should I start showing X, Y, and Z? And I forget, you know, hey, as opposed to just, or like totally separate from Instagram trends, it's not gonna click with me because that's somebody else's life or that's somebody else's uh, way of sharing. Obviously, like I've talked about, we can look at those things and utilize it as ways of expanding our our thoughts or expanding, for me, the way I wanna share content and be like, oh, that's such a great idea. Maybe I can turn that around for something I wanna share. But I definitely sometimes, which is so sad to say, I do look at other people's lives and I glorify their life or I glorify their marriage or I glorify their job or I glorify their clothes, their closet, whatever it is. And I really do, again, it's sad to say, but I forget to look in the mirror. I forget to look at 
all the things in my life that are blessings and fun and joy. And I think that's normal. But in addition to looking in the mirror and not in the window, maybe take a moment to see who is in your mirror. Like who is in your mirror that is supporting you and loving on you and laughing with you and bringing joy into your life. Because again, I think a lot of us, especially if you are a new mom, and I feel like I just have a community of moms lately, which makes sense. Um, A lot of us did have kiddos during the pandemic. And so I think we overlook, I feel like my quote unquote life didn't change too, too much because Casey still went to work every single day. I was at home, but I also wasn't going anywhere, period, right? Like we were just weren't going anywhere. And so I feel like my mirror got really small and it's been really hard for me since then to expand upon that and to recognize like, wow, they might not be like directly here, but they are in my corner. They are in my life. They do love on me. And to reach out and hop on the phone and have those conversations because um, it's easy, I think, to get caught up in that window and looking through that window of other people's lives because a lot of us moms, we are alone. And maybe you aren't a mom. You just, you feel alone. Maybe you're a college student. Maybe you're a grad student. Maybe you're, you know, working your nine to five and you just feel very routine and you feel alone. Take a moment to just look in that mirror. If there's things that you want to change or if there's things that you should maybe recognize a little bit more as being something you're thankful for, I think that's something to kind of take pause and and look at. So next up is this number three, changing our mindset or truly honestly changing anything in life is like teaching our brain to learn a new language. It can be hard, frustrating, difficult, and won't happen overnight. It will take time. So I'm obviously reading from my my post. Um, that to me was refreshing because I get so dang frustrated when I'm like, okay, I'm writing down these I am affirmations, I'm journaling, I'm manifesting, like nothing's coming to fruition. Like nothing is, is taking place, if that makes sense. But changing our mindset, it's going to take time time. It's going to be something that we actually have to learn. And in addition to that, we can't just say, I am capable. I am loved. I am kind. We have to also believe it. And I, that's the, that's something that like, I don't know why that seems so easy to think about, but I have not done that. I have journaled for the last year and said those things. I am a great mom. I am capable. I am loved. I am kind. I am driven. And while those things are true, I don't think I've taken the time to actually thoroughly believe in them and to like let that feeling sink in, if that makes sense. So for me now, instead of listing off a bunch of things, I want to focus on maybe one or two things in that moment or in that day and really, really hone in on it. So if I want to change my mindset to, as you guys know, I want to live a life of abundance and joy. I can't just say those things. I have to start to practice it. And in order to practice it, I have to feel it and believe it. And that is so dang frustrating because I want those changes just to happen kind of overnight and just to be like, okay, you know, people are like, just decide to be happy. I'm like, okay, like, okay, I'm happy. But if I don't believe in it or if I don't feel it, it's not going to be something that is going to be a change to where I can wake up in the mornings and just have that be my, my mindset. I'm sure it'll be something that I'll have to work on forever in terms of, you know, waking up and choosing you know, choosing the mindset we want to have for the day. One time I heard somebody say that, um, confidence is a daily choice. Like it's actually something we have to choose daily. I want to be confident today. It's a daily choice as opposed to this end goal that we might, um, be striving for. 
uh, I think it was Jenna Kutcher who said it. And she said that confidence is a daily choice. And I loved that. Like, it kind of is helpful as opposed to like, oh, I I don't need to do 15 steps prior to me feeling confident. Like, I have to choose it every day and work on feeling confident. So changing our mindset is like teaching our brain to learn a new language. And I actually did hear this from a neuroscientist. She was explaining it on Lewis Howe's podcast about how we have to rewire our brain to actually have different mindsets. The cool thing is, again, if you are a parent, our kiddos do not take as long to learn these mindsets, which I thought was pretty awesome. So their brain is very malleable. They're still learning. Their brain is still growing. So we can actually help them feel certain things or alter how they are feeling. So if there's something about, you know, um, anxieties or, um, like I know Caden, he is, uh, kind of a, um, I don't know, kind of a uh, nervous one. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. He's my shy boy. And then he, he breaks out and, you know, whatever. But that's part of him. But at the same time, there are moments where I think I lean into it because I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's just he's shy. But instead, I can help him maybe recognize it to be like, oh, bud, you know, are you, fe- are you feeling a little bit shy right now? Like, do you want to sit by mama? Some people don't want to bring attention to it, which is totally fine. But I think also to help him learn what he's feeling is really beneficial for him. And that goes for anything. So in that moment, like allowing them to recognize joy and they were actually in one, in another podcast, they were using the example of a kiddo. Um, she had a little mole on her arm and I guess she was like trying to pick it off. And the mama was like, what are you doing? And the little girl was crying and like, you know, I have this mark on me. And I think she was like three or four. And the mom was like, no, like that's, you know, like that's your beauty mark. Like that's beautiful. That makes you unique. And I guess the next morning the little girl came out and she was kissing her arm and the mom was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm, I'm kissing my mole. I'm kissing my, this is just mine. And I thought that was such a cool little, you know, they are way more malleable than us. I don't think we will be able to change that quickly, unfortunately. But again, I just found that to be such an awesome concept of if you are feeling frustrated because your mindset is not changing, that is normal, literally normal in terms of like science and our brain. We have to learn how to rewire our brain to actually have different mindsets, which again, so frustrating, but also awesome to know that you can do it just like learning a new language or learning a new sport or something like that. So that was really awesome. Um, and then last two, first one or fourth one, you cannot experience the feelings of fear and worry at the same time as gratitude. So choosing gratitude and thankfulness is the quickest way to change our mindset. This one was really important to me because as I've shared with you guys more so than any other community, I have really struggled with anxiety and intrusive thoughts um, this postpartum. So with Caden, I definitely struggled with, um, I think more of what you would consider like postpartum depression. I was never uh, like clinic, like never clinically diagnosed. I don't, I think that's what you would say. Um, my doctor never diagnosed it, but being on the other side now, I'm looking back and I'm like, Oh wow. Like there were definitely some moments of, um, of what you would call depression this time around. It has been anxiety and it has been honestly debilitating at some moments, but for me, it's more of the intrusive thoughts. And, uh, maybe some of you can relate. They come at random times, but sometimes they come in the middle of the night when I'm nursing Conley. And I think it's just, I'm, I'm calm. It's we're in a dark, my dark room and I love my chair. I love my corner. Um, but sometimes when I'm overwhelmed by so much love, I sometimes get really scared that all of a sudden I'm going to lose it or something might happen. Um, and I'm sharing this with you guys, obviously not in confidence, but 
kind of like, please, no judgment. Like this is just where my head goes. Um, sometimes I worry that something might happen to me and the boys might not know me. Like those are where my, my head, my head goes. So I've been actively working on this. Um, probably honestly, this is partly why I think with the 75 hard and reading and everything, it's been so important to me to lean into myself and into self self growth because, um, at those times when those things are, um, debilitating, I just like, I don't know what to do. So uh, with that one, so you cannot experience the feelings of fear and worry at the same time as gratitude. So in that moment, and that's again, actual like science, like our body and our brain and our chemicals and our body cannot experience the same or all of those at once. So I will look down at Conley and feel, I don't know about like, for me, my kids are just joy. Sometimes they're extremely difficult, but for me, they elicit the emotion of joy and of love and especially a baby. Like Conley's just sitting there nursing and I take a deep breath and I just like try and exhale out that fear and that worry. And I look at him and I try and like just soak in the love and the joy that I feel with him in my arms as he is relaxed and calm as an, and as I'm giving him something that he needs. So I found that to be really awesome. So if you are somebody, again, you don't have to be a mama, but if you are struggling with something, you're in a moment, take pause, like take a moment, stop and think of something that you can just switch your, and again, you might not be able to fully get rid of that previous feeling, but what is something that brings you, you joy? Was it a memory on a vacation? Was it something that again, you're grateful for or thankful for? I never really understood the full importance of daily gratitude or daily, daily thankfulness. And again, those are things that we should always be doing because, you know, life is a blessing, but it also is something that your brain chemically can help you with leaning into more of that positive mindset for the day or for that moment, because you are not able to experience things like fear or worry at the same time as gratitude and thankfulness. So I haven't been able to dive into like morning gratitude yet. Again, I want to make sure that I'm not just doing it because it's something you need to do. I want to make sure that I'm feeling it and actually receiving it. And like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I feel like sometimes we can follow these self-help things and we're like, "Mm." again, I'm doing the daily journaling and the daily affirmations, but like nothing's changing. I I'm somebody that like, I have to kind of slowly stack things. So for me, just learning this information and digesting it has been extremely, um, important and beneficial. So I'm giving myself grace that like maybe things won't change overnight, but Um, I'm working on it and that's why I was excited to put out this podcast because it's tangible stuff that maybe you can build upon. So last but not least, doing less often leads to receiving more. And this has been huge for me in my home life and, and you guys, this is like huge as in the last two weeks. (laughs) So I'm not a year into it yet, but I have felt this huge sense of relief since doing less. Um, so doing less often leads to receiving more. This doesn't mean there's less laundry or less housework or less business work or less mommying. It's just that I have chosen to lean into certain things. I am somebody that I love to do a million things. I have my hands and feet in every bucket. You guys know I have my podcast. I released my book. I'm part of first form. I'm part of vitality. I have Brooklyn grace. Like we could literally just put our hands and feet into every bucket imaginable, but some things were starting to feel like there was a little bit resistance, if that makes sense. And I think a lot of it is because I haven't worked on me in a long time. And so I just felt like I was pouring, pouring, pouring from my cup, but like I had nothing left in me to give because 
I kind of have been the same person for the last three or four years. I've grown as a mom, but I haven't grown as a person. And for me, it's really important to continue to grow and to continue to learn. So I'm trying to take a moment to look at what I'm doing in my life. What feels good, right? There's going to be elements of work and of parenting that is just hard. And I think that's where we have to separate something that, and again, some people might say like, oh, everything should flow easily. I'm not quite there yet. I think that some things are hard in life, but there's a difference between things being hard and there actually being a resistance. So if you're like actually resisting something, I think we can all feel it in our gut. Like, oh, I just don't want to be doing this. Like this just doesn't make me feel good. Um, and that could even be like going to a social event that you're just like, man, I I don't want to be here. Like this is something like I feel like that sometimes we're not very good at saying no. I have one of my best friends from college. She is phenomenal about no, it's fine. Like you guys go have a great dinner, but I just I'm just not in the mood. And sometimes you're like, I'm sorry, what? But also I love that she respects her boundaries and she also knows that she wants to show up as like her best self for enjoyment. And so for her to maybe do less she receives more because then by the things that she actually chooses to do or put effort into, she's all there, right? So that is where I am at is doing less is receiving more. So if you are still in your pajamas, I was trying to like get dressed every single day before 7am. Um, I don't, I haven't been doing that lately. I'm still getting up and starting my day for me. And there's certain things that I have totally changed a morning habit. But now in the morning, I spend it with the boys. I don't go onto social media first. I take the videos, but I don't post them. I sit with them and hang out. Um, we do, we do, t- we do screen time. But Caden, we don't turn on the TV at all until Conley goes down for his first nap. So in the mornings, it's still filled with all sorts of stuff, but I'm also doing less and receiving more. I'm receiving more love. I'm receiving more presence. I'm receiving more. Um, I'm also giving more because I'm giving more of my attention, but I'm not so concerned with, you know, and again, this is, this is my own. um, I'm thankful that I have that ability, right? I'd have a very lax schedule, but I lately I'm like, okay, I'll work further into the night after the boys go down. Even though my creativity is in the morning, I just feel like that's a more valuable time right now with my kids. And when I can know, like when I can tell myself that I'm being more present with the boys, I feel better as a person and as a mom. Otherwise mom guilt kicks in and I'm just a hot mess. So again, I think that all of these, um, we will all receive them differently. And I hope that you guys always know that with my podcast, um, or with anything that you guys read or listen to, um, you know, song lyrics, I feel like things we can all, receive them how we need to for that place for that time in life um I don't actively go to church but when I was in college I used to go to this one like um evening church group thing that was like for college students and I loved that whatever like the message that they were sharing for that day it was always something that each of us could apply differently to our life and I hope that that's something that you guys take away from the podcast or anything that you're retaining or retaining is that the word yeah, receiving, (laughs) you can take it and apply it to your life the way that you need to. So again, I'm just going to list these off again. Number one, commitments and habits can be more valuable than our goals. Number two, look in the mirror, not in the window. Number three, changing our mindset is like teaching our brain to learn a new language. Number four, you guys, I'm actually sitting here putting my fingers up like you can see me. Ah, number four, you cannot experience the feelings of fear and worry at the same time as gratitude. And again, to add to that, choosing gratitude and thankfulness is the quickest way to change our mindset. 
Number five, doing less often leads to receiving more. So anyways, I wanted to share that with you guys because that is currently where I am at in life, but I don't often give you guys like tangible things to walk away with. And I thought this was something that uh, would be beneficial because I um, enjoy learning and I enjoy sharing what I'm learning, but I definitely am somebody that I write down quotes or I write down little sayings. So maybe you can rewind, put the podcast on pause and hear those again and receive them the way that you need to receive them right now in your life and apply them to parenting, your relationship, motherhood, your business, your faith, your health and fitness journey. Apply them where you need to apply them. I think that's really, really important. Uh, Again, you can be listening to some totally off topic podcast or whatever, and you can apply it to where you are currently growing in life. So as always, I appreciate you all so much. Make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.